Father, we just pray. We thank you, Jesus. As we enter into our praise and worship, we, we thank you, Lord God, for healing and restoring any and all of us from anxiety and fear and things that are just uh, enormous in our thought life. Well, Father God, we just thank you that you are settling us right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just pray that you are able to lift us up when we are weak. Your spirit is strong in me, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are settling our minds and you're settling and you're bringing forth peace over, over our children and, Father, over us, Lord God. And, Father, I just thank you, Lord. Give us peace like, like things we already know the ending to. When we already know how something ends, we're not worried about the outcome. So, Father God, I just pray for all of us here that whatever our situation is, that we turn toward the Word and we look, Father, here is my outcome. And now, Lord God, I'm going to live my life because I know the outcome. I know how this is going to finish. I know how this story ends. And, Lord, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to bless you, Lord God, because I know the ending. I thank you, Father, for calming us down and Lord that that we know that that you are faithful to the very end and Lord we just pray over our church and our church body we lift up the people at Lissa in the hospital uh, preparing to give birth we just pray for the blessings of God upon her and her body and we thank you Father for a healthy baby and Lord God we thank you for the doctors to have wisdom in all that they do uh, continue to lift up the Celeste family Lord and Father, dealing with Abby's death, and we just pray for peace, and Lord God, comfort them in only in ways that you know how. We lift up Pastor Donnie and Miss Pamela, Lord, and that uh, though it may seem like a setback for what the doctor's reports are saying, we believe that he is going to be out of the hospital. We just come out against all forms of bacteria, Lord God, from the innermost, Lord God, and we thank you for healing him and restoring him. So we don't blame the watch of the doctors, Father. He's under the watch of the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, we call forth that you are his healer, you are his restorer, and we thank you for strength in his body. It's, as like it said, Lord, I may be weak, but your spirit is strong in me, and I thank you for the strength of the Spirit of God. Father, we just pray also over healing of our bodies and minds as we prepare for schools and, and, and doors to open our kids, Lord, will not be afraid of anything. They will be courageous, according to Joshua 1, 5, and 6. Be, they'll be strong and courageous and Lord, not afraid of the future or not afraid of what's going before them. But they'll be blessed in all that they say and do. As we thank you for tonight, thank you for healing our bodies from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. We thank you, Lord God, for family being loved on and saved and, and delivered. And we just praise you for a great night. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Do my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss. Get left. Amen. You guys may be seated.
And it's amazing, right? Because lately, y'all been getting a notice, notification on your phone or news that conserve energy because everyone's using too much power and it's going to black out. Well, you know, I, I think about this like for us, right? We should be using so much of the power of God that the things of this world is going to black out. Man, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna drain the negativity. We're going to drain the doubt. We're going to drain the unbelief because you're going to be using your power. And so we were, you know, we were sitting at the house and we thought about it, doing a little bit different. And then right as we were talking about it, <laughs> the electricity, everything went out. Anybody's stuff go out around 7.15 so? Just, just, just us folks over here? Okay, so it went out. We were looking at each other like, we can't stay up in here. Something needs to change. And then it popped right back on. So it was like, oh, they trying to let us know. I think they did that on purpose. You one of the ones ain't turning off your electricity enough. So I'm going to pop it a little bit. Just, just the thought of sitting up in that house. I was like, I'm going to the gym. I got membership. Everybody got membership. We're going to sit up in there. They go, won't y'all go home? No, I mean, this show ain't over with. You can go. We're watching this show on TV. Like, you got going on. But, but I, we, need to, <laughs> we need to bust the negative power grid. Amen? So we want to be pleasing in his sight. Amen? God sees everything. So I want to live my life like I know God is looking because God sees everything. Uh, now yells louder, but God lasts longer. And you may want to do something right now, and it's just not now. you got to be patient. And just because it's louder doesn't mean it's right. I was about to say righter. Doesn't mean it's right. In Ephesians chapter 6, and verse 6 through 8, it says, Not with eye service, as man pleases, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good with goodwill doing service as the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the will of God being done tonight. And Lord, that we want to please you. If it's my friend or my God, I choose my God. And Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for our holy integrity to consume us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. So it is, it is, it is a, a fantastic thing that there are times that when we do what's right for God and we feel like we let a person down, we feel worse. You know, we feel like, oh man, I let that person down, but I obey God. We got to realize that the better thing is to obey God. The better thing is to, is, to, <laughs> is to move forward in obedience to Christ more than anything else. So I think about this right here. This verse says, I service. Y'all ever seen people that do what's right when people are looking? How many of y'all have ever done that? Where you, when they're looking, you do good. When they're not looking, you do you. Right? The real you comes out, right? Tell the truth, right? My parents thought I was like, they used to call me preacher kid. They really believed that their confession was true. However, I got away with murder. I got away with murder because they always say, oh, that's the good one. That one is good. These other ones, they're bad. And they should have changed it. These got caught. This one just didn't get caught. Right? I, was just, I just didn't get caught. That was the only difference. Because they shined so much you know, goodness, and my brothers, they were like, you so spoiled, you so spoiled. I go, you so caught, you so grounded. Like, I'm going outside. <laughs> you stay in hide. And so what you want to do, like, right, is like, I want to be pleasing in the sight of God because I don't want to get to heaven. And he goes, 
yeah, you, you made everybody else think you were good, but I don't know you. Right? The verse said that not everybody who says, Lord, Lord, God, God's going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who do the will of my father. They, these people said to him, right? The scripture says it. They said, but God, we, we, were, we were at church and we spoke in your name and we did all this stuff. He said, but I never knew you. Because you had all these other things in your life that didn't know me. You did it in front of people. I wanted you and I to have a relationship. And so it was a big thing. So any relationship that requires us to lower our standards or dismiss what the word says just to get along will turn into a prison, not a friendship. It's not a prison. It's a French. It's, it's, it's not a friendship. It's a, it's a prison. And, and it's like, you no, know, you know, I need to be a good Christian and, and show love, show love by showing them Christ. That was amazing. These, these, these people, <laughs> this atheist people will say, you know, like I say, look, man, you know, I don't appreciate you using profanity around me. I don't like it. Don't, don't do that. And so they say, oh, it slipped. I'm sorry. Oh, it slipped. I'm sorry. It's every day to the point they ain't even saying I'm sorry no more. So then I just, you know, it's like, okay. So I let the water heat up, you know, like when you're cleaning out a dish. So I left it on and they flipped out. You, what are you doing to the planet? You're, you're just, you're wasting so much water. Do you know how much that hurts me? I said, you know how much your cussing hurt me? Let's do it. You want me to turn the water off? Stop cussing. <laughs> look at me. Look at this. How you do it? Off. Stop. See it? And if you say another one, I'm going to turn it back on. And I turn it off and turn it on. And, and one of the things, like I was telling them and I was explaining to them, I said, you cannot tame your tongue with your natural ability. You got to get in the spirit. Right. And even then you still got to work on it. Even then you got to keep walking. Right. Because I want to be right before God. So the word says just the word says that. But God wants us to reach the lost, but not become lost in our faith to please them. So I want to reach the lost, but I don't want to become lost trying to reach them. And sometimes we lose our belief trying to reach the lost. And God never said to do that. He says to keep our belief. You got to keep your faith strong. So when you guys are entering into school now, our, our faith, and, and don't be afraid of anything. Don't let the anxiety get you. And that's, that's a big thing. Anxiety is a huge thing. I, I'm starting to realize it's a big deal where people can't sleep. Their heart is beating real fast. And they got a lot of anxiety. It's almost like when I have to speak to elementary kids, the K through five. That crowd, man. That crowd just, it's, it, I'm be honest, they, they terrify me. They're not afraid. They're not afraid. You know, I can have them t-shirt, and if I have a t-shirt in middle school and high school, they're like, oh, man, that dude works out. You know, I don't want to start no trouble. Elementary kids don't care. They're like, ooh, mister. And just pick, they, know, like, they just don't care. And so sometimes we have to step back and be like, you know what, God? I don't care what people think about me. They don't, they, those kids do, they will pick it, look at it, save it. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I can't let it go. Like, what you doing? My nose, my stuff. Little bitty dude, you know, he's got the little jeans that look like all that big. And it's just like, it is, it's like he's so free. And I was like, I wish I was free. Like, not to be that gross, but I, I just wish, I, was, I don't want to be that. I'm, I'm free. You know, like that. Well, we're not shaking hands, freedom. Uh, so you got to look at that. So, so if you have a friend that, that you cannot share your faith with or stand for what you believe, you cannot, it, it isn't an outreach, it's an overreach. 
and I read to them, if I can't share my faith, if I can't talk about Christ, if I can't talk about my belief because you're going to get offended, but you can do all your stuff. No, we're not friends. I've overreached. I've, I've, I've reached out too far. So we must minister to ourselves and our children so that, the, so that the good they do for God will outlive the friendships they, they have to get up from, give up from people. So my good needs to outlive my, my friendship from people. I think that a, a part of, of, of what we do, and, and I, 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 I love energy, obviously. Uh, it's, it's just one of those things that, like, I'm more awake than you. Like, I may not beat you in anything else but being up. But that's my win for the day. Like, even like this little hand signal. I don't know why I'm doing this, but that's my I feel like I'm like, but that's, that's my win. But I, I want to walk humbly before God. I want to do what's right before God because no one else is going to be there when it's all said and done but Jesus. And he's going to be the one. You walk good in front of people, but in front of me, I didn't know you. When you got by yourself, I didn't know you. you didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that part of you. And I was like, God, you know, I want to live before you. So we got to minister to ourselves. A, a committed servant of God doesn't have an, have an appetite for pleasing the eyes of man. I, I remember being in a car uh, <laughs> of just of preparing to go to church and preparing for service. And, and I remember some people were asking like, hey, you know, uh, what, what do you want to do this? You want to do this before you go? And I was like, no, you know, I'm getting ready to go to church. You know, I want to, I want to be prepared. I want to be able to hear from God whenever I enter into the place of God. I don't want to get a whole bunch of junk in me. Like, I just don't want to do it. I do it before I get ready to speak. Because if I know me, if I hear something and see something, I'm going to say something. Right? And so I know that I have to keep it, I have to keep it clear. I have to keep it clean or stuff will come out. Stuff will come out. I've, I've done that. I've, I've done it where I was making fun of a person's accent to myself. But when I, <laughs> when I said to this person, I said it like I've been practicing it. What you do when nobody is looking is who you really are. And she looked at me like, you making fun of me? I said, I want that. Was that out loud? Like, cause I didn't, I've been doing it inside so much. I didn't realize I said it out loud. And I was like, mm, I got to go to the restroom. I never came back. You got to do it right. So, so look at this. So a committed servant of God doesn't have an appetite for pleasing the eyes of man. God strengthen our children to be pleasing to you more than being popular to friends. Strengthen them to be pleasing to you more than popular to friends. Reveal to them that the reward of serving you is greater than being a part of the crowd. The payoff of serving God will outweigh the price we had to pay to give up the, those things. Those, it was so cool. So Jira and I, we went to Academy, and we hadn't been shopping in a while because he works. And, and so we went to Academy, and I saw this friend of mine, Joe Perez, and, and, and he said, man, do you remember he had his sons with him? And he says, and he goes, Tori, where you been? I was like... I've been, and I said, do you still go to goals? He goes, no. I go, well, then that's why I won't see each other. But he was a chiropractor, and he was working on me for a while, and he was just letting me come for free, and I just felt like, no, you know, I don't need, you know, thanks, but no. But one day he was at the gym, and he was just looking down, and I was like, I was like, man, are you okay? And he goes, no, I'm not. And his brother had passed away. And it was uh, whatever day we were there. So to the day... When we saw him uh, Monday, his, that was when his brother died, like five years ago. 
He goes, I remember that. He goes, like, that restored my soul that day. So sometimes it's just that simple stuff. And then, you know, we got talking. And so I'm supposed to call him. I got to remember to do that and do that again. But like the people you reach under the presence of God, it doesn't have to be anything major. Just be godly, right? Godly. And so, and he looked at Jaira and I said, well, this is my son. And he was like, and I just, you know, I know when people do that, it's mine. It's my kid. I do that for years with Pastor Rita. Like, that's my wife, yes. Because people look at her like, how did you get her? Like, like, I hit her in the head and she woke up married. They would do that. Like, people say, like, how did you get her? Jesus did it. You see people start praying. <laughs> Whatever. So Matthew chapter 6, 13. I know, I'm not, I know, I know. I'm not even trying to be well. So there you go. Is Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. Y'all ever done the Lord's Prayer, Lord? Right? The Lord's Prayer. And you get this part, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from, e from the evil one. So first it says, don't lead me into temptation. Then it said, deliver me from the evil one. Right? And sometimes you may know not to go into temptation, and you may not even go into it, but you feel like, man, I wish I would have done it. You have to be delivered from that. Right? Like, like, man, I bet they're having so much more fun, but you have to be delivered from the evil one. Right? Because then you're like, gosh, you know, thank you, Jesus, for keeping me out of trouble. But Jesus, I wish I could have had a little trouble. I don't want a lot of trouble. I just want a little trouble. Right? And so when folks you start playing like that, then God is like, I got to deliver you from that evil one. Because the evil one, that little trouble is going to get you into a lot of trouble. Right? So this part of the Lord's Prayer deals with discernment right that means deals with knowing the difference between the two so as we apply it we must direct it toward relationships whether we are building a friend or entertaining a fall and you got to know the difference between the two so we're building a friend or entertaining a fall and i'm just sitting there thinking like oh my gosh god i'm gonna use all this in these little relationship speeches you got me set up for because you're if you're not really setting up a friendship you are setting up a way for you to fall you can say people start to act bad. Bad company corrupts good people, right? It begins to pull them down. So, so don't feel bad when you have to get people out of your life. You ever, you ever heard people say, man, the energy in this place just goes down, right? And, it, you know, as Christians, we have to watch out because we're thinking like, oh, they done got mystical. But, but in a sense, though, you got to realize that some people can suck the energy right out of places, they can like like if it's a group and, and this is the one I this is the one I can't get down with okay it's, it's like we're all everybody going hanging out and it's, one, and it's always that one like looking for attention I'm like oh my goodness like don't then you see everybody like oh what's wrong I'm, I don't want to talk about it I was like you're doing this activity everybody else here work it out like I just like quit being so greedy you're not even needy now you're just greedy so you want to look at like am i building a friendship or am i having a fall just to be friends with this person so i have to keep those things up uh there is nothing wrong with wanting to be successful at all though but it is dangerous to want success without sacrifice Right? You, you got to be like sacrifice, right? You got to get up. You got to grind. And, and so what, what I'm noticing too now, 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 Jessica, is that people say, you know, <laughs> this, 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 this vegan place and food, but they got this, oh, Lord, can I stand for a minute? Y'all, there's this oatmeal pie thing 
it's it's like this big. I don't know what they did with the the oatmeal part, but like when you bite it, I'm napkin. I'm just getting emotional. When you bite it, it's some brown sugar in there, and and graham cracker. Listen, it's a uh, Thai fresh, is what it's called. Uh, it's Thai fresh, like Thai land, Thai fresh. All I want is the oatmeal. That's all I want. I want your fresh little noodles. Thank you for your tofu. I'm talking about the, well, the last time I had it, it was one left. And so my friend was over there. I said, will you get that, get it out the case? And she walked around it, and she wouldn't, like, she kept shopping. And I was like, get the pie. That's the last one. And other people walking. I'm about to turn it out. Like, if, if I don't get this pie, we're going to have problems up in here. Y'all playing, and I'm the only black person in there, and I know y'all going to get scared when I get loud. I know how it's going to go down. And she just looked, and I said, look, I went over there. I said, hey, you need to get that out of the glass. That belongs to me. Right? That belongs to me. And I said, what was you doing? She goes, I was going to tell him, nah, uh That ain't how it works. Get my pie about that case. Went today because it's birthday lunch and went today and they ain't have none. Mm. They talking about pick something else. You know, I don't want nothing else. That's my, you know, they were like, and they brought out this little hard, uh, it was good though. Hang on now. <laughs> Let me help you out. It wasn't, wasn't bad now. It was just, it was just, it was just strong. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like it was heavy. It was, it was, uh, it was concrete. You know, it was like you couldn't, you had to get in there. And I was so disappointed that that pie wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like I came for that. And so she was like, you're not, you're going you gonna to have an attitude? Yeah. That's what I drove over here for, that. Yeah, I'm having an attitude. They should make more. And then come find out one lady came in there and bought all of them. I was like, what a car look like. <laughs> like, y'all got to taste it. Like, I I'm going to bring y'all some. Y'all don't, y'all think I'm playing, right? But see, and that's what I want you to have is an appetite for Jesus. Don't settle for the second best. Right? Don't settle for the hard little cookie. It's a brownie. It's an oatmeal pie. Does it have the brown sugar in it with the graham cracker with that thing? Oh, this girl. Uh. First Corinthians. <laughs> Chapter 10, verse 22. I mean, I give up. I ran extra because I thought I was going to get that. Sweat in my car just for nothing. Tell me I'm brownie. And the, the dude, was, he was trying to get along. Hang on. Let me just get it off my chest. He was like, you, are you going to be okay? No! This is not right. Make more. They ain't got nothing in the back. They make them fresh that day. It's so good. Oh, my Lord. Forgive me, Jesus, for I know not what I'm doing. 1 Corinthians 10, and 24. Are we trying to provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. In other words, you can do it, but it may not be good for you. Everything is permissible, but not everything is edifying. So a lot of times people want God's permissive will instead of his perfect will. 
right? And when you start just operating on permit without the real license, you always got to have somebody with you when you drive. Mm. No one should seek his own good but the good of others. So, so the question people ask is, so you are saying I can't have friends. Remember that, right? So you're just saying I can't have friends. That is not what is being said. What we are saying is don't keep friends that don't want you to have God a part of the friendship right and the standards of god so you guys are working towards something greater and something bigger and, and something even better so we, when we say that and we say that even even with our family and our kids and it's like look i mean you're gonna have people that you meet and know and may not be perfect but don't let that friendship take you out of your godship your relationship with christ and if it, you can't share jesus with them like that i mean you can't pray over your food because they don't believe we in a place that sell tofu it's getting Jesus on it. <laughs> Look at this. If we want God's best, we can't just say no to bad things. We must say no to second best as well. God isn't good enough, especially when the God of more than enough is being ignored. So it's not just good enough. In the spirit, second best is defined by explanations that it won't send me to hell if I do it. That's second best stuff. That's second, second best talk. That's not being first. That's, that's Ricky Bobby talk. Not first, you're last. You know, you want to get up there, you want to be A+. Plus, all right? You're not on everybody else's schedule. You have your own schedule. Do not get caught up trying to keep up. A lot of people get caught up trying to keep up with other people. I should be doing this because this is what people my age is doing. No, do what Christ tells you to do in Christ's timing. Luke chapter 9, verse 1. I, this is my favorite part of this, right? Then, I mean, right, like y'all knew. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils. All of them. All of them. There's not a devil that could, that's not like a, like a, like a, I almost said, look, I say, <laughs> there's no whatever devil. You got power over it. And, and he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said unto them, take nothing for your journey, neither, star, neither staves nor scrip, neither bread, neither money, neither have two coats apiece, Pastor Rita. And whatsoever house you enter into, there abide and thence depart. And whosoever will not receive you, and here's the friendship part, here's the relationship, if they won't receive you with Christ, right? When ye go out of the city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. If they won't take you with Jesus, right? Shake it off, right? You got to, you got to just, you got to shake it off and, and be okay with, okay, until you want Christ and me. Like my mom told my stepfather, all six of them coming with this. They're going to all be at the wedding, which I don't even know where they got married at, but they're going to all be there. And you got to love us all, right? All six of them, even that little one. You got to love them all. And, and sometimes we want to have friends that don't want all of our relationship with God. And that's just, 
that you can't do that because then when when things start to go downhill and we you know we're telling our kids in our household look I need your faith I I need you committed I mean we got Linda's in the house she's fighting cancer and we got things and we believe she's healed but we need you guys to step up and believe too you've been in church your whole life I was listening to Pastor Hill's son and he was saying that he said yeah I was in church but man I wasn't really you know I was just he said I was riding their coattails and I was like, wow, you know, and, and it happens. I get it. It happens. And, and I want you to find yourself. I'm not trying to judge your journey, but I'm definitely going to tell you about it if you're journeying down the wrong road. Right? And so we have to be able to do that. So he says, I've given you that, but you got to know how to shake people off. You got to know how to shake people off. You got to shake off their opinion. Shake off what they think about you. I got to shake you off. You just like flower. You like, you like, I got to shake you shake you off. We find two Greek words used for power, right? And we heard this all the time in scripture. Like it's just the Acts 1 and I mean, Acts chapter 2 and verse 1 through 4 about you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So that word power, right? There's two definitions for it. This is the best part. This is all like I went to school and learned this stuff. This is so, this is one of the words is dunamis, which means the power to do things beyond your natural ability. You are, you are filled with dunamis powers, where we get our word dynamite for. And, and, and things you couldn't do, you can do with dunamis because that's the Holy Spirit power in you, right? We know that one. We're, God fill me with power. I want to be able to do the unspeakable, the unthinkable, the un, unnatural, right? Because in order to be able to do the supernatural, you need the spiritual to help to super come to it. Otherwise, you're doing everything in your own strength. Okay, okay, so cool, so cool. So it is this word dynamite. Now, the other word we don't normally talk about, and I almost sent it just as I almost sent these words so you could put them up on the screen, but another time. And I meant to look this word up so I could play it so it could be said properly because I'm about to butcher it. It is ex, <laughs> ex, 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 exousia. Now, this is how it's spelled, right? E-X-O-U-S-I-A. Exousia. That's my saying. I don't want to know how they actually say it, right? But listen, exousia, this means it, this is the power. I'm going to pray this power over you to not do something. That is it within your power to do it, right? Dunamis says, this is the power that you can't do. I'm giving you power that you couldn't do. And this other one, exousia, is the power to not do what you can do. Right? Right? Okay. Example. Example. Mr. Pastor, dude, white shoes. I washed them. White shoes. Here's this. Here's this. Here's this. Dunamis gives you power to work out. Right? Exousia helps you stop at one piece of cake. Because even though you can eat the whole thing, this is your stopper. Right? You see what I'm saying? One is, is, is a supernatural power that you couldn't do on your own. The other one is what you can do on your own, but you choose Christ more than that. Right? It is that, is that, that second part of power. This is the one, right? We don't usually pray exousia power prayer because we are wanting our kids to be empowered or ourselves to be empowered. But the power to say no may be the strongest thing they will ever do. Right? We are stronger because we didn't say no. Now, I got a problem watching shows like Drug Inc. 
And I can understand a little Rastafarian dude who said, just crack is my girl. That's what he was saying. He's been, he's so drugged out. Crack is my girl. He pulled out some rocks and he's poor, but he lives to get high. He's got a $70 a day habit. They showed his feet. They showed he's, he's lost all of his teeth in the top of his mouth. And he said, I live for this. And like, he's so addicted. And I, and now, and again, I'm praying for him, but I said, I want to be like that for Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, not that Jesus is my girl. I, don't want to, I, just, I, <laughs> I just, I just want to wake up to get more Jesus. You know what I mean? I want to lay down for Jesus. I want to just, I want to get it for God, right? And so I want to be all that. And he was just so high. I remember I just said that to people who smoke. I was like, if I was as dedicated with working out like you are about smoking, because it could be rain, sleep, them, they, I don't know how they get it lit in the, in the rain just, but they can get it lit and smoke it down. That's commitment. Like, you know, they say like the, 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 the pig and the chicken and, and breakfast, the chicken is just involved, but that pig is committed because the pig going to be cooked. The chicken is just giving an egg. The pig ain't going to live no more. <laughs> that chicken just donating. The pig is invested. Right? That pig like, oh, this is over for me. Chicken, oh, man, you're going to be all right. No, you're going to be all right. I got stuff. I'm giving up all of me. Now, listen. Yeah, sometimes we have to work it in stuff. Like a massage and like, like icy hot. It says, but the power to say no may be the strongest. Sometimes we have to tell our kids to be able to say no, and they don't have the strength to say no because they think they're being rude, but you don't sacrifice your future because you're trying to keep peace with something that's killing you. Right? Right? So I'm, I'm speaking exousia. Y'all say it with me. Exousia. Say that. I mean, you need to go to your kids. Say exousia. Like, like even, they may not even know what you're talking about. Just, just cool. Like, so if they're not here hearing this, you go like, exousia. Mom, how you doing? Exousia. Dad, what you doing? I'm Zeusia. That's what I'm saying to John. Exousia. Zeusia. They're like, is he okay? You know they'd be checking. Is dad all right? No, he's been out in the sun. Exousia. I don't want you to be caught up doing something that's going to destroy you. I want you to be able to say no. Have y'all noticed that Dare started up their little deal again? And I told the lady, like, I'm going to give you $10, but I'm the reason they shut you down. Because our message was more effective than what you was presenting. You was daring people. We were delivering people. She was like, well, here's 10. Have a blessed journey. Like, you cannot motivate people by daring them. You know, I dare you, please. You done started something. Right? I dare you to stay off drugs. I dare you not to. And all they were doing was like motivating people with the wrong message, right? And so sometimes we have to step back and go, no, I'm going to deliver you by this message. I'm not trying to challenge you. I'm trying to set you free. I'm not trying to compete with you. I'm trying to complete you. And that's kind of the difference. <laughs> this lady I was training yesterday. She goes, oh, my gosh, you're good. I said I public speak for a living. She goes, oh, you got some good stuff. I know. I know. 
God tell me, Lord done told me. So do them. So I gotta hurry up because it's time for us to go. But the power to say no is the strongest thing they ever do. So walking away from a wrong relationship can be as hard of a battle as breaking a drug addiction. If you notice if it's a bad relationship, it's like an addiction. They cannot let it go. They can't. It's like, oh, I gotta go back to it. And like they'll they'll delete them and they'll go back to them and they'll they'll delete, them. they'll see them somewhere and they'll go back to them. Right? And it's always like we said, like iTunes, when they say you about to buy a song you already bought and you forgot you bought it, and they'll tell you you bought this before. Don't you wish that was in people when they go back to that person because they done been, you know, they just feeling emotional. And they go back, and I need something to beep up and say, no, 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 you bought that. You know that don't work. Like, what if that just popped up like an app? This is no good for you. Like, just whatever it would say, right? Like, you tried this one. This song is don't play. Don't, uh-uh. This is out. Right, I don't know why I'm doing that voice, but this is something, right? Right, baby, right? Just no, no, no. And just make a face like it stinks and just like, uh, bad. So listen to this. This is cool. This is cool. This is even better, right? Adam's original sin wasn't eating the forbidden fruit. It was not putting up a fight while Eve ate the fruit. If you don't put up a fight for what you believe, you'll believe the person that's fighting you. Inaction is an action. Things don't happen by default. They happen by design. Sinful habits lurk around the corner of disengaged believers. Most people don't like a test because it reveals what they don't know. But not liking them doesn't mean we won't need to take them. It simply means we need to lean on God for the answers. Right? You're going to have to take the test. Right? And so the test, but we, well, that's why we don't like tests, right? They're they going to find out. First, my parents only thought I was stupid. Now the whole world are going to know I'm stupid, right? It's like you're taking these tests, and, and God said, nobody will know you're stupid if you'll trust me for the answers. You're stupid for not trusting me. Like, God, did you call me stupid? Yes. If you don't trust me, that's stupid. Stupid. Hey, stupid. Okay. Okay, come on. Go ahead. Milton, let's pray. So as you guys bow your heads and pray, and Milton's going to strum these keyboards. And I want you to pray like you know the ending of what's happening in your life. I mean, you're scared for the next step and say, I'm terrified because I don't know the end. I just heard Pastor Ferdick preach this, and he says, you know, we always get bored with David and Goliath. Well, we know. And he said, and David hits Goliath with a rock. And Goliath fall down and then he stops he said but you got to understand when David did that he hadn't read first Samuel he didn't know the giant was gonna fall he didn't know that in fact he didn't know there was a giant he said but the the the, the anointing was that David was anointed king and his daughter his dad was sending him to watch sheep he could have easily said God don't you know who I am Dad, don't you know who I am? I ain't supposed to be out here with these sheep. Dad, you telling me to take bread? Didn't you watch the man of God pour his oil out on me? 
See, but if you don't learn how to obey this step, you will never reign in the life that you need to reign in. You'll never have authority over your thoughts. You'll never have authority over your mind. You'll never have authority over your emotions, your impulse. If you don't learn these simple things of, Father, help me. Father, help me. Lord, let me, let me read your word. And Father, help me to worship you. Lord, I want to have authority. I don't want to. I got relatives that don't know how to control their tongue and don't know how to control their mouth. I don't want to be like that. Father, I thank you. Exusius power on us to be able to push away and say no. I can't let you take me down that road. My future has a purpose. God has a plan for me. And I'm not going to get fussy in my present and mess up the blessing of my future. So, Father, I thank you for all of us young and old. We said we, we thank you, Father, giving us strength. Lord, you know what I'm doing when nobody is around. You know what I'm listening to. You know what I'm watching. I don't know how to turn it off on my own. But, Lord, I receive exousius power to be able to step away, to say no. Whatever it is, whatever it is, like even if you're doubting yourself and you don't feel like you believe, step away and say, God, I receive exousius power to not get caught up in that again. I receive the power to walk away from what I can do in my own strength. And dunamis power come upon me because, Lord, I know you want to use me to do supernatural. I bless the Lord, all my soul and all it is within me. I bless your holy name. Father, if I'm trying to please people more than you, help me recognize that and get out of that and get away from it. If they can't have me with all of my Christ in me, then Lord God, give me strength to walk away and shake the dust off of my feet. Father, we believe we got it. We receive the power from both ends of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Awesome.